Well, howdy, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Uh, really excited that everybody's here. I know I, I probably know a good number of the folks attending, and I know this was forwarded far and wide, so um, really appreciate everybody taking the time to join us and learn a little bit more about the gold standard of corporate social responsibility. Just to run through our agenda real quick, <clears throat> we will start with kind of the current state of the CSR movement. Everybody knows that it is now officially a thing with the onset of millennials and Gen Z, but we'll talk a little bit more about what it is and some of the problems it's facing. We will talk about B Corps, what they are and why I would recommend becoming one, or if you're here because you're interested in working for one, I can help with that as well, but we'll talk a little bit to both of those pieces. And I'll share some tips, not all mine, um, but you'll hear me say this expression a lot, don't reinvent the wheel. So I'll share some of those unreinvented tips to earn your B Corp certification. And finally, uh, I will share something that is near to us at Ad Victorium, which is the you've made it, and now what in the heck do we do with this? So, and at the end, obviously we will open it up to questions. So feel free to type them in as the session goes on. So the current state of corporate social responsibility. According to Investopedia, corporate social responsibility, responsibility is a self-regulating business model that helps a company be socially accountable to itself, its stakeholders, and the public. And by practicing corporate social responsibility, companies can be conscious of the kind of impact they're having on all aspects of society, including economic, social, and environmental. <clears throat> but as CSR has become more prominent, more and more companies are going the CSR route. There's plenty of research uh, demonstrating the ROI. There's plenty of research demonstrating how much Gen Z and the millennial generation cares and, and puts this into purchasing decisions and place of employment decisions. So it's become more difficult to figure out who is in it for the right reasons. So in recent years, and this is a new term to some, and many on this call might already know it, the term greenwashing has become popular, where that differentiation between the authentic and the not so authentic has become more gray. Greenwashing, otherwise known as green sheen, is an attempt to capitalize on the growing demand for environmentally sound products, for sustainable products, for um, equality, diversity, and inclusion initiatives. And so it's become more and more difficult for, if you're looking for a new job, or if you're looking to bring on a business partner, or you're just looking at what type of dish soap you should buy, it's become more difficult to differentiate between real CSR and kind of self-serving CSR. So in response to all of this confusion, there's been new movements that have sprouted to help galvanize companies that are in this fight for the right reasons. We are also members of Pledge 1%, a nonprofit started by Salesforce and Atalassian that encourages members to pledge 1% of profit, revenue, or product, or all three, to charity. And we're proud to announce that last year we hit both our revenue and product goals. I've also grown quite fond of conscious capitalism, an organization started by the founder of Whole Foods. They encompass what is right about the CSR movement and host some really incredible events. So I highly recommend getting connected and getting involved. A lot of B Corps 
are also members of conscious capitalism and we either get introduced to each other because we become B Corps and we join conscious capitalism or vice versa. So get involved and, and reach out. And then the final big piece of this movement and the focus of today's calls is the B Corp movement. So if you're here, you probably have a general idea of what a B Corp is, but I should probably tell you a little bit more because even sometimes with our internal employees, I find myself explaining that it is more than just volunteering. So what is a B Corp? Defined by B Lab, the nonprofit that certifies B Corps. Certified B Corporations are businesses that meet standards that meet the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance, public transparency, and legal accountability to balance both profit and purpose. B Corps are accelerating a global culture shift to redefine success in business and build a more inclusive and sustainable economy. Around the world, there are now over 3,000 B Corps in 60 countries and 150 different industries. In the Southeast alone, we've experienced over 40% growth. I believe it's something like 65 in at the end of 2017 to almost 100 since 2018. So even uh, in the Southeast, we're seeing tremendous growth with B Corps and you'll recognize some of the brands. You have brands like Patagonia, Ben and Jerry's, Tom's, Tom's of Maine, Seventh Generation, Warby Parker, and most recently, uh, Dannon, the yogurt company. Dannon North America is now B Corp and the largest, I believe, in the world. So it's not just small fries. It's, it's bigger companies wanting to put this gold seal stamp of approval, um, if you will, on their brand. Recently, B Corps have been in the press. I know in June of this year, they were featured on Yahoo Finance, and the founders of B, B Lab were on to speak about postmodern capitalism, the rise of B Corps. And in November of 2018, they were featured in HuffPost, Why B Corps Hold the Future Promise of Business. Uh, earlier in 2018, B Corps were featured in Forbes magazine as a new way of doing business. And in 2016, the prestigious Harvard Business Review uh, published an article called Why Companies Are Becoming B Corporations. So the word is starting to get out. People are starting to recognize the brand that is B Corp that companies are wanting to associate themselves and certify themselves as. So why should you consider becoming a B Corp? Great question. So there's five key reasons that I would make this recommendation, and a lot of these are backed by plenty of data and things I can get you if you so desire, um, or through a Google search. But the first one is differentiation. So building your brand, how do you differentiate? Again, going back to the earlier point of differentiating between the authentic and the not so authentic uh, CSR initiatives. So we have found the B Corp certification to be a tremendous asset for both recruiting new employees and we find it comes up more often than we thought it would in sales calls, prospective sales calls before 
before we even have the meeting. It's it's been recognized and people pay attention. And they go, okay, there's something different about these guys. So we found it incredibly valuable as a differentiating factor. The next aspect is raising capital. So invest in your growth. According to an article from the Global Impact Investing Market, the estimated current size of the impact investing market is $502 billion. And I batted an eye when I saw this number because I remember seeing a number at the end of 2018 that it had doubled to $228 billion from, two, from 114 in 2017. So it, is, it has grown almost a little over 300% in three years. Companies, and there's, there's, again, happy to bridge connections. Just I know in the metropolitan Atlanta area of several firms, and that's what they do. They help people connect their investments with their personal ethics and their personal wants and desires when they put their money into the market. So you're seeing divestment from things like oil and coal, and you're seeing more investment in, in what we'll call ESG funds, which are environmentally um, and sustainable. So environmental and sustainable. The third key reason to pursue B Corp certification is mission lock. This one probably strikes the truest for Ad Victorium because when we started this process, we had eight employees. Uh, it was a little bit of the Wild West. I'll be fully transparent and admit we did not have an employee handbook. <laughs> I don't know that we had any set policies other than go ask Jeff and see what he says. Um, so we had this desire to grow and what this gave us was not only locking in our mission and our purpose as we grew it has brought us back to that center at all times no matter how hectic it gets no matter how crazy or how demanding the work balance gets we still know that this is our purpose this is our mission and and we've made this commitment the other side of this is the scaling responsibly side of going from eight to 20 to 30 and now we're almost at 70 employees and in, in the last four years that we've grown and I don't know that we could have grown that quickly without that framework that just going through even if you don't get certified going through the assessment and spending the time to actually put policies in place, build a handbook out, think about the benefits you want to offer future employees that will make it a desirable place to work. Going through that process, I mean, we locked in a 401k with a company match. We, we have the official handbook. We have all kinds of different roles, responsibilities, volunteer time off, unlimited uh, paid time off. We've, we've built all these because we went through this process and it's helped us to grow into the company we are today. And yes, we've also made some money along the way, so you can do both. Um, best practices, again, uh, one, of the, one of the great parts of becoming a B Corp is this access to one of the most incredible and giving networks that I've ever been involved in. I have what I will call friends, not just colleagues across the country that I'm on regular calls with. I've, I've never, sent an email or left a voicemail and not gotten a reply with a yes, let's jump on a call and talk about this. Um, the best part from those conversations is that these people are all doing, I, I always joke that you, you think you're doing incredible things in the world and then you meet other people and you realize that there's a lot of improvement. And that goes true for businesses too. As a, as a B Corp, we feel very good about what we've built as a company, but we also then go meet other companies and we meet 
you know, folks like, you know, the folks from Lancaster Stroopy Company or Grayston Bakery out of New York. And you meet these people with these incredible missions and these incredible, how do you pull that policy off type of conversations that you have? And I bring them back to our company and I'm able to implement them and we're able to get even better. And the final part of B Corp certification and why it's worth it is really the walking the walk. And I know this ties in to a little bit of the differentiation, but it really signals to customers, business partners, your supply chain, potential employees, current employees that you walk the walk. It's, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and say it's the easiest process. It has become much easier, but if you get that B Corp logo and you're able to put it on your storefront or on your office window, it really signals to the world that you put some effort into this, that you really, really wanted it. And you've walked the walk of corporate social responsibility. So here are some of my tips to help you. If, if I guess to use a fishing analogy, if, I've, if I'm seeing the bobber go into the water a little bit, I should start reeling in. But the, there's, some, there's some great tips to earn your B Corp certification. And I will fully admit that a lot of these are owed a giant credit to Ryan Honeyman, who's one of the original B Corpers. And he wrote a book, I believe three or four years ago called the B Corp Handbook. Version two was just released earlier this year and I highly recommend ordering a copy. Um, and the rest of these tips are from me, albeit I didn't invent the wheels. I'm just sharing them with you and taking some of the best practices I've learned along the way as I took some of the, some of the lumps. So first and foremost, just take the assessment and establish a baseline. You don't have to spend more than two or three hours running through it. Answer what you can as, accurate, as accurately as you can and see where you land. And it's okay when you see a 48 like we did. Yeah, you, our heart might've skipped a beat for a second, but we also knew there was a good number of questions we skipped. And a large chunk of what I will call low hanging fruit or easy and probably should have already implemented anyway, process changes and policies that we knew we could, we could make up some ground. So draft your plan around tackling those low hanging fruit and figure out what information you'll need to achieve them. And to create that plan, I highly recommend engaging your team. You're going to need them to pull utility bills and analyze supply chains and look at how much water we used last year and all types of things like that. So you're going to need their help. So use them to create your plan and implement it. After all, weigh-in usually equals buy-in. So now it's time to dial your lifelines. Um, <clears throat> and there's a couple things I focus heavily on the slide. You'll see the university piece, but there are two more pieces that I, I felt I needed to include. And the first one, maybe a little self-serving as I run Be Local Georgia, is to reach out to your Be Local. When you make the decision to go after B Corp certification, set up a meeting. There's Be Locals across the country. They're regional groups of B Corps. They're run by passionate volunteers, B Corp enthusiasts. Um, there's usually not a charge. There's no fee. It's just honestly people like me that are doing it because they're passionate about it. These people know every person you need to know as you navigate the process. And I'll share a quick example um, of, of this 
the power of the Be Local Network from our work with Emory Group in Athens, which is Athens first and Georgia's 15th and newest B Corp. So when their student-led team from the University of Georgia asked me if I knew any real estate or construction-related B Corps, I couldn't help but think of my friend Jared Myers down in Florida, who not only runs the B Local Florida, Florida for Good, but he also owns Salt Palm Development. Jared answered my email and jumped on a call the next day on his way home from work. He gave the, the students the answers they needed and they were able to help Emory Group successfully achieve B Corp certification. So I'll say it numerous times, you'll find this community to be helpful beyond your wildest dreams. The next big resource that is, is probably the most near and dear to my heart because it is what first introduced me to the world of B Corps uh, are university-led experiential projects. So as an MBA student at Georgia, I actually worked on Advictorium's B Corp project. So I worked with our CEO, Jeff, and his wife, Alice, for a year and a half on this, on this journey. And since graduation, I've worked with the university and their students to build B Corp into the curriculum. And I've also seen the amazing things other, university are, uh, other universities are doing, be it Portland State, or what Dr. Joyce is doing at the University of Florida, or what Jessica Thomas has built at North Carolina State. There are great options out there at minimal to no cost. And like the B Locals, these students have access to a plethora of resources like handbook sections and easy to implement policy changes. Don't go it alone, you'll find yourself reinventing the wheel. They have a lot of these things, let them help. And last but not least, as I prepared for this webinar, I had a call with a good friend of mine from the B Corp world, Carolina Miranda of Cultivating Capital, and realized I had overlooked one huge resource for prospective B Corps, corporate social responsibility consultants. There are tons of B Corp certified consultancies from Cultivating Capital to Heather Paulson Consulting to Evolution Marketing up in Wisconsin that can help you navigate the different sections of the business impact assessment. Many of these consultants also offer discounts to female and minority owned businesses. So I recommend jumping on a call with one of them. And no matter which route you go, if you need a connection, if you are interested, please do not hesitate to reach out to me and connect with me and I can help you, I'll help make those introductions and, and get you a warm hello. So we've decided to do it. We've taken the assessment. We had an amazing group of students and maybe, uh, maybe an awesome consultant help us along the way. You did it. And now what? So, hmm, I remember when we first got certified and the first thing we did was exhale. Got off the audit call, you wait for the email. We took a deep, a deep breath and then we all kind of looked at each other with that look of, well, I guess we ought to do something with this one. How do we celebrate? How do we market this achievement to potential clients and employees? What's next? Well, we were lucky enough during our B Corp student project to be connected with Christina Noel, who worked at the time for Redwoods, the Redwoods Group, a B Corp out of North Carolina. I like to joke that Christina is actually the original Kevin Bacon of the B Corp world. You're no more than two or three degrees separated from her. When I asked her what we should do next, she simply told us to get involved, get involved with our B Local, and get involved with the community as a whole. 
So my advice is her advice. Join your be local. Jump on a board or just go to the happy hours. Most of the be locals are free. Most of the events are free. And the people are just great to be around. And as I always say, you're never going to do business with each other if you don't know you exist. So get out, shake some hands, meet some people. And like I've said numerous times, you're going to get inspired by some of these people and their stories. This next tip I'll share is to jump on the Beehive. Bee Lab pays top dollar for a killer community page powered by Salesforce. So sign up, find some discussion groups that interest you, and do a little virtual networking. You'll find everything from Bee Local events to expertise requests to conversations about equality, diversity, and inclusion. Through Beehive, I got introduced to the B2B B Corp call, which is a business networking call for folks that want to do business with one another. And I've also launched the monthly B Culture call, which is a collection of some seasoned, some very inexperienced, like me, kind of culture and HR leaders that all encounter similar problems that we try to solve together. So it's a great way to plug in. You don't have to treat it like Facebook uh, and, and scroll it all day and like everything, but it is, it is a great tool. And last but not least, uh, my begging plea that you attend the Champions Retreat, or if you're across the pond that you attend the Bee Summit. These are national, well, for us, it's a North American conference. And then for the summit, it is a European conference that if you certify or even if you're just passionate about the movement and what it means to the effort of redefining capitalism to demand both profit and purpose, spend the money and go. Following Christina's advice to, quote, just get involved, Jeff actually sent me to both the B Summit in Amsterdam and the Champions Retreat in New Orleans. Every person I met is doing incredible things with their business, with their employees, in their communities, and they're also finding a way to make money while they do it. You will leave these conferences so re-energized, so inspired to do more, and you'll know you'll have a, a, an army of business cards in your briefcase when you leave. They're just great connections, great inspiration, and, and honestly, a slam dunk ROI on the cost of attending. So I'll close this webinar with, <clears throat> before opening it to questions, with Christina's original advice. Nathan, just get involved and you'll figure it out. So whether you are here to just learn more about what B Corps were, or you're ready to take the next step, we really thank you for attending. And if you found value in this webinar, pay it forward by preaching the gospel of B Corps and corporate social responsibility as a whole to your friends and colleagues, and let everyone know the business can be used as a force again. Thanks again for listening, and I'll now turn it over to Linda and see what questions we have. Thank you, Nathan. All great information you're sharing. We appreciate it. Please feel free to continue sending in your questions through the questions panel, and we'll get to as many as we can. I see we have some great questions here from our audience. You may also send your questions to the email address uh, for Nathan, nathan.stuck at advixall.com, located on your last slide. All right, we'll get us started with a question from Jamie. 
who's asking, uh, we've only been in business for six months. Does it make sense for us to pursue certification or should we wait? Um, that's a great question. And I would highly recommend looking, jumping in feet first. There is, if you haven't been in business for a year, they consider you a pending B Corp. So you can still go through the assessment and do all the work. The, um, I don't want to say the, the loophole here, but one of, one of my biggest pieces of advice was to start working, would be to start working on the assessment now and start filling it out and start knocking off the low hanging fruit and hit submit after you've been in business for a year. So you don't have to go through the pending B Corp and then go back through the process. So um, that would be my recommendation to you. But yes, as far as mission lock and scalability, jump in now. It's, it's, it'll be, I, I'm, I can't speak for some of the larger companies, but I know having met the, the one of the women that spearheaded Dannon's effort, it was, uh, it's a bear when you're that big. It's a lot easier when you're kind of still in the wild west phase. Great. Okay. We've got another question here from Brian. Do I have to take the whole assessment or can I focus on one area at a time? And is there a way to celebrate those accomplishments and let people know how we've improved our mission? Um, yeah, another great question. So yeah, you don't have to take the whole assessment. I, I know I know from some of my um, whatever consulting friends in this, in this space that, you know, there are a lot of companies that that either don't have the energy or or I shouldn't say energy the resources to really tackle the whole thing so they do chunk it out I believe I believe this this fall we'll have a company similar to that in the University of Georgia cohort going through this that, that wants to tackle kind of one at a time so I, I I think that you could still celebrate those accomplishments and tout them and build on it and I would say as you do that to celebrate them internally as well and make sure that you're keeping that buy-in and you're kind of building um you're building that momentum internally because i i do firmly believe that if you get your employees behind it it's a lot easier to get them to kind of rally around it and and okay now next phase in the spring we're going to tackle the environmental goals and we're going to put in the low flow toilets and that'll be the next phase and if you can kind of sell your employees on it like that i think it'll be super uh, beneficial. Awesome. Okay, we're going to go over one last question before we end the webinar. Uh, from Sandy, should I go with a student team or a consultant to help me pursue certification or some or some form of improvement? So this is a, uh, this is a really good question, it, and and I will say this is I feel like a true consultant here when I say. It depends. Um, so I think there's a time and a place for both, and I think there's probably some overlap there. Um, the universities are, are, are great programs to, to great resources to use. They have a lot of repeatable things, much like a consultant does. Um, some of them charge on a sliding scale. Some of them, like I think the University of Georgia, I know for sure. I believe the University of Florida do not charge. Um, but there's also certain kind of um, niches that the consultants serve that may either there may be the heavier lift or I would say maybe the the the, the bigger 
company that maybe it's a little more complicated and a little bit tougher. I would say if, if you're smaller, like I know last year we've, I think we did a couple, I don't want to call them one man shops, one woman shops, but we did a couple kind of smaller firms that we were able to help and help them scale and help them put a business plan, not put their business plan together, but solidify it with purpose. So I would say to, if anything, reach out to the local be local. I hate saying local be local. Uh, reach out to your local be local or or honestly connect with me, shoot me an email, connect with me on LinkedIn and, and ask me and I'll get you in touch with somebody in your region that can probably say, actually is a great consultant or actually is a great university program but all in all and i will say too these these are b corp consultants so they don't bite so they're not it's it won't be the hard sell hard press they're going to be in it to help you and and just give you honest advice on what to do next great thank you very much looks like uh that's all we have time for today